Praise God. We'd like to welcome everyone tonight. If you are a guest with us here this evening, we are so glad you're here worshiping with us. And we welcome you tonight. If this is your first time, we are so glad that you have come and you have spent your Sunday evening with us. And we pray that you are blessed tonight by being here. Amen. Praise God. Feels good to be in the house of the Lord. And I, I tell you what, we've got to believe. Seriously, this is not a joke. We've got to believe there's no better place we could be at this moment than in this place. Coming to church is not an obligation. Coming to church is a privilege to be in the house of the Lord with the people of God. There's no better place I can be right now than in this place where Jesus is and the church is worshiping. Praise God. If you're physically able to stand, would you stand with me this evening? We're so excited to have back with us. He was with us in October and God greatly used them and uh, we're moving forward and he's back with us and he's going to be back with us here uh, every month for a little while. We're excited about that. And this time we know why he is such a good man because we found out because he brought his wife with him. And now we know behind every great man is a better woman. So Sister Smith, we're glad you're here with us tonight. We welcome you. Brother Smith, would you come obey the Holy Ghost in Jesus name? How many loves your pastor, huh? How many is glad that you got a man of God in your life and you love your pastor's wife and their family, huh? How many knows that God's good in this house? Why don't you just lift your hands right now and begin to thank him right now? God, I thank you, Lord. 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 I feel your power, God. Come on, won't you just call out to him right now? Open the floodgates of heaven. Let it rain. Let it rain. Open. Open the floodgates of heaven. Hey, let it rain. Let it rain. Open, oh, let it rain, yeah, let it rain, open the flood, oh, let it rain, let it rain. Why don't you open floodgates, oh, of heaven now, oh, let it rain, hey, let it rain, oh, I feel the power of the Holy Ghost in this place, if you don't mind one more time, I just want you to lift your hands all over this place right here, come on, there's a power in the presence of God, pastor told me to do what I felt like doing. So I'm going to go ahead. Hey, why don't you open now, Lord? Hey, open the floodgates of heaven. Yeah, let it rain, let it rain, let it rain, let it rain. 
Oh, let it rain now, Lord. Why don't you now open? Hey, why don't you open now, Lord? Hey, let it rain, let it rain. Oh, let it rain. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place here tonight. I said, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place here tonight. Some of you need to just to open your spirit up right now. You need to open up your spirit right now. God's about to do something. I'm telling you, God's about to move in this place. I, I promise you, I'm not wasting time. I'm telling you, the angels of the Lord are in this house again tonight. I'm telling you, you need to open your spirit to the things of the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. I said it's raining. I said it's raining. Oh, it's raining on me. Hey, I said it's raining. Oh, it's raining. Hey, it's raining. Oh, on me. Why don't you open the floodgates of heaven? Oh, let it rain. Hey, let it rain. Open floodgates of heaven. Let it rain. Let it rain. One time, give you my hand, clap of praise in this place here tonight. Woo! Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here. I feel the Holy Ghost here. Look at your neighbor. Tell him the Lord's going to bless you tonight. God's going to do something tonight. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost. Now, I know I got to preach in church here because of the way you worship. Now, you done, you done worshiped him in, in singing. I saw you worship him in giving, and now we're going to worship him in the word, all right? Now, it's, um, it's 637, in case you was wondering what time it was. I'm not a long preacher, okay, if you preach with me. If you don't preach with me, I don't have to leave till 530 tomorrow. And I ain't tired. And I ain't hungry. So I'm kidding. So... <laughs> Well, some people say, whoo, <laughs> oh, I don't even like that guy, and I'm going to preach with him. <laughs> so we're going to have fun here tonight, all right? I tell you, the Lord is going to touch people in this building tonight. There's, I'm telling you, he's going to touch people. And uh, I, just, I just want you to stay with me, all right? And uh, how many going to preach with me a little bit? I, I'm not a good preacher. I'm a good altar worker, and I like to have fun. I tell you, I like to have fun, and uh, but I, I feel the Holy Ghost here. Huh? I tell you, I, I feel the Holy Ghost, and so God's going to bless us, all right? How many is ready f- for the hand of the Lord to rest upon you here tonight? All right. Let's go to the Word of the Lord. I'm more of a quoter, so just just hang in here with me, and then uh, we're gonna we're gonna get to moving. You all right? Everybody good?
Look at your neighbor. Tell him you look better than I do. Some of you might have to ask Jesus to forgive you, but it's all right. <laughs> Some of you might have to do that with your fingers crossed, but it's all right. I told a church the other day, I said, Jesus got a sense of humor. If you don't believe me, look at your neighbor. And I'll tell you, people got to laugh, and I didn't think I was going to get it back under control, people. It was funny. So God's good. The Bible said that, behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came Jarius by name. The Bible said that he fell at his feet and he begged him earnestly, saying, My little daughter lies at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her that she may be healed and she will live. And the Bible said that while he was speaking, some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house and said, Why trouble the master any further? He said, as soon as Jesus heard the words that were spoken, as soon as Jesus heard the words that were spoken, he said, do not be afraid, but only believe. Now, the world said one thing, but Jesus said, hold up, I'm about to say something else. And the Bible said they suffered no man to follow him, save Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. He said he came to the house, uh, which was a, a, a tumult. It was a commotion made by a large crowd. And the Bible said there was folks that were weeping and wailing loudly. And the Bible said that he came in and he said, Why do you make the commotion and weep? For the child is not dead, but only asleep. Now, I'm going to say it again. You know, the world might say one thing, but God says, Hold up, I got the last say so. I said, the doctor might say one thing, but Jesus says, hold up, I got the last say so. The lawyer and the banker might say one thing, but God said, I'm telling you, I got the last say so. The Bible said that they laughed him to scorn and he had to put them all out and he took the father and the mother and those who were with him. Apparently, there were some people in the house that had some doubt. So Jesus said, I'm going to take the father and the mother and those that are with me. So I'm telling somebody in here before you leave, you might have to outshout your doubt before you leave here. Might have to outshout it. And it said he took the child by the hand and he said, Talitha Kum, which was translated, little girl, I say unto you, arise. And the Bible said that immediately the girl arose and she walked and she was 12 years of age. And they were all overcome with great amazement. So the world says one thing, but God says, hold up, I'm going to say something else. The world says one thing, but Jesus says, I'm going to speak something else. For the next few minutes, just let me preach just for a little bit, all right? I won't preach long, I promise you, about when God steps in, all right? When God steps in, anything can happen. Do you believe that? When God steps in, anything can happen. Go ahead, give him that hand clap of praise, and when you're done, you can sit down. And How many loves Mother Wright? How many is glad Mother Wright's here tonight? Love Mother Wright. I sure like her. That's right. All right, you can sit down. Here we got a man, he had simple faith. Uh, You know what, he knew that Jesus uh, was about to step into his daughter's life, but even at that, he wasn't really for sure if he was going to be able to do the miracle that he had already been spoken because Jairus had heard about him healing the sick, but wasn't really for sure if he was going to be able to raise the dead. Even though the messenger of the synagogue, I'll say it again, he believed that Jesus could heal the sick, but he wasn't really for sure if he was going to be able to raise the dead. But even at that, even though the crowd began to laugh him to scorn, here's what Jairus said. Jairus said, I got a need, uh, and there's a man named Jesus about to step uh, into my daughter's life, and I'm going to believe that God absolutely can do uh, the miraculous in this house. I've got news for somebody in this house. See, the devil... 
don't want you in this place here today, but the devil is nothing but a liar. He's nothing but a deceiver. He is a father of lies, and the truth isn't in him. I'm here to tell somebody my God is alive and well. My God is not a dead God. My God is not a dried up God. My God is not some plucked up God, but my God is alive and well. I'm here to tell somebody in the building here that God absolutely can do anything. You might have to go on and out shout your doubt here today. You might have to say, I don't care what the doctor says. I don't care what the lawyer said. I don't care what the neighbors say. I don't care what the banker says. But I'm going to believe that God is about to step into my situation. I'm telling somebody in the building here that God absolutely can do anything in this house. There's not a miracle my God can't do. There's not a situation that my God can't handle. There's not one thing that you're going through that my God cannot fix with a miracle. But what you got to do is you got to tell yourself, I'm about to be blessed by the hand of God. God is about to open the floodgate of heaven. God is about to take care of my situation. I'm telling you, when God steps in, you hear me, doubt has to step out. When God steps in, fear has to step out. When God steps in, anxiety has to step out. When God steps in, tossing and turning late at night has to step out. When God steps in, a sickness has to step out. But more than that, when God steps in, the devil has to step out. I'm telling you, God can do anything. I'm telling you, God can handle anything. I'm telling you, there's not one thing that you're going through that God can't fix with a miracle. I was in service the other day and, uh, and, uh, last weekend, uh, two weekends ago, and, uh, they brought a, they brought a, a lady to me. It's not Parkinson's, but it's, uh, similar. I, she called the name, and I'm not good with them doctor names, and so, uh, you know, I just said, okay, whatever, ma'am. I, the name don't mean nothing. We just gotta pray. I said, the only name that gonna mean something to me is Jesus. <laughs> You know, now listen, ain't nobody going to blow on you tonight with bad breath and you get your miracle, okay? I'm sorry. Ain't nobody going to rub no Jesus juice on you for $25 and you get your miracle, all right? I'm sorry. You know, if you want that, you're going to have to go down to some of them naming, claiming, blabbing, grabbing places. But it ain't going to happen here. Only way you're going to get what you want from God is you got to say, God, here I am. Here I am, God. I'm going to just be a little transparent. That's the only way you're going to get something from God. You got to get desperate sometimes. You got to say, God, I'm not picking. Here I am. So anyway, they brought the woman to me, man. She's just a shaking. When we begin to pray, I'm telling you, as we were praying, immediately she she just stopped shaking. And I thought to myself, now I know y'all see miracles and stuff, and y'all like, oh, yes, I knew it was going to happen. Me, when I see miracles still, I go, oh, my God. (laughs) I'm like, ooh. I'm like, that man is moving today. (laughs) Now, I know, I I mean, I know y'all, you know, y'all like, oh, well, you're gone. I don't care. I'm the real deal, me, boy. I mean, when she, I mean, she was like, Jack, oh, God. And I said, Lord, in the name of Jesus, let them shakes stop. She went, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I just wanted to go, well, yeah. Booyah, but I didn't, but I wanted to. I wanted to. I didn't, but I wanted to. I mean, I wanted to get my step on, like, uh-huh. I wanted to get my step on, say, Next. I'm, I, ain't, I ain't kidding. Man, when stuff starts happening, your faith goes crazy. When, when, huh? Anybody ever got a miracle? Anybody everybody got touched by the hand of God when something was going on and then all of a sudden it just happened and you're like, oh my goodness, I, 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 I don't know. 
So I got done praying for her, and I thought, boy, that's smoking right there. And then, and then, you know, you know, I ain't kidding. I ain't kidding. Here come a woman. You know, we got different styles of walkers. You got, you got the one walker with the one stick, and then you got the one that's got the three legs, and then you got the four-legged walker, and then you got the new one that you can put on the ground in a bend. And then you got then you got them other walkers. I ain't kidding. With, you know, got the wheels and the little scoop things. And then if you got the the you know if you got the Cadillac model, you got tennis balls. <laughs> if you got the Cadillac model, my girl had Cadillac model. I Means she been on that a while. <laughs> you know, my girl had the Cadillac model. You know, and I but after that. You know, I ain't looking for no headache people. I'm looking for the real deal. You know, I'm like, yeah, what are what them sick people at? You know, when Jesus starts doing it, your faith starts to move. You see, the problem is, isn't it amazing how we can have so much faith for somebody else, but when it comes to us, you, you can't have enough faith for yourself. But, boy, you can get on somebody's head. You can be like, and you'll be like moving. You'll be doing the deal, but when it comes to you, you'll be like, I don't know. I'm telling somebody in here that God literally can do anything. You know what? I prayed for an old girl one day at State Line, and hear what the preacher said. I'm, don't don't let me forget about my don't let me forget about my girl with them tennis balls. Listen, I pray. Listen, here she come. Hear what the preacher said. The preacher said, I can't tell you where I was at because he'd be embarrassed. He said, Man, Brother Smith, don't pray for her. I said, why? He said, everybody's pray for her. He said, my girl ain't getting out of that chair. He said, she loves that thing. I said, really? I said, okay. He said, stay away. He said, I'm just telling you now. I said, well, let me ask you something. If she comes up and I pray for her and, and she does get out that chair, what you going to do? He said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. He said, I'm going to run and scream and roll. And, and he said, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to get on the floor and roll. I said, you better get your rolling suit on then. I said, you better go on and get your rolling suit on. He said, what do you mean? I said, because I'm going to palm that woman's head, and I'm going to pray for her, and God's going to get her out. Greg Godman was with me. He said, boom, shaka, locker. Boom, shaka, locker. I said, Pookie, we're going to pray. Pookie said, we're going to pray. I said, come on. We got back there. Here come my girl. She come rolling down. I said, come on up here. Here she come. Here she come. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, we ain't got no headache. We got, we got. I said, let me ask you something, lady. You want to get out that chair? Finally, she said, I do. I said, oh, you getting up. Now, I ain't talking about the kind of get out the chair where you got to get them up and drag them back and forth and then put them back in there and say, we got a miracle. Mm -mm. You got a dragon, somebody. That's what you got. Them dragon miracles don't work. Because <laughs> when church is over, they go back in them and go home. That's kind of like people with SSI don't want to be prayed for. Scared you might lose your check. It's okay, though. I got scripture for you. I got scripture for everybody on SSI. I got a check. The Bible said he healed the man and said, go tell no one. Booyah. <laughs> Get your miracle and keep your check. <laughs> boy, I'm glad Bishop ain't here for that one. <laughs> yeah, boy, he get me for that one. I'm telling you now. Boy, y'all got funny on that, didn't you? Wait, we, I told you we was going to have fun. My God, here she come. I said, you ready to walk? 
She said, I am. I said, Pookie, you ready? He said, I'm ready. Man, we got to praying. When I got done praying, I would love to tell you I heard like the voice of God, like, it is I. I, I love to tell you I felt goosebumps and I heard angels going, ooh, you know, and I got done praying and I kind of backed up a little bit. I said, well, what you think? She said, I think it's good. I said, well, what you want to do? She said, if you'll back up, I'm going to walk. I said, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I said, that's what I'm talking about. Me and Pookie just kind of took her by the hand and I didn't pull her. I let her stand up. When she stood up, I looked at the pastor and said, you better get to rolling. You better get to rolling. My man hit the floor and got to rolling. While he got to rolling, people started standing up. I'm not, I'm not kidding with you. People started standing up and started receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. I'm like, oh, my goodness. We had 17 people receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. While that woman came, she came about six feet that way. She turned around, and as she began to walk, she wasn't all, she was wobbling. And she kept saying, Jesus, Jesus. By the time she got to the back, I'm telling you, she, I'm telling somebody in here, my God can do anything. You better get ready. There's about to be a miracle in here. There's about to be a change in this house. You better get ready. Ain't no hearsay. I love going overseas. Everybody gets a miracle overseas. My God, they ain't got nothing else to do. I'm talking about people right here. I'm telling you, God can do anything here. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost here. I'm, I'm about to prophesy to this church. I feel the Holy Ghost strong in here. There's about to be an awakening in the spirit in this area. And I'm going to tell you what's about to happen. I can't help it. We're in a school building. It doesn't matter where you're at. I'm telling you, there's about to be... There's about to be a shift change in the Holy Ghost. And God is about to open a floodgate of heaven. And there is an absolute. I'm not done. There's absolutely about to be a breaking in the spirit. And there's going to be an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. There's going to be signs and wonders and miracles. There's going to be prodigals come home. I know what I know in the Holy Ghost. There's about to be a shift change in the Holy Ghost. Get ready, mama. There's about to be a shift change in the spirit. There's about to be a change in the spirit. Come on. There's about to be a miracle in this house. There's about to be a change in this house. I'm telling you there's miracles here right now. I'm telling you there's miracles here right now. Pastor Wright, you get ready. I know this is a new plant and it don't matter. There's going to be churches in this area that has already heard. And those men are God. They might not be in truth, but they're going to start calling you and they're going to find out what is it that you have that my people want. I am telling you in the Holy Ghost, there's about to be an awakening in the spirit. And those, I'm, boy, my, boy, this church better get ready. 
I said this church better get ready. I said this church better get ready. You better get ready. There's about to be an awakening in the Holy Ghost. There's about to be an awakening in the Spirit. There's about to be an awakening in the Spirit. Whole churches are going to be converted in one day. They might not come here, but they're going to be part of Antioch. I said whole churches are going to be converted in one day. We're about to saturate. Because there's an anointing that rests in this house. You better get ready. There's, I know there's kids that come here. There's teachers that come here. Here's what's about to happen. There's about to be an anointing that flows through this. Oh, my God. There's about to be an anointing that's going to flow through these halls. And then all of a sudden, them teachers are going to say. All right. If that's the principle of the school right there, how you ought to act. There's about to be an anointing flow through this house. There's going to be a shaking in the spirit. And it's going to happen. If you a guest here, come back next Sunday. You'll hear some good preaching. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost. God ain't going to leave me alone. I'm going to tell some of you, you've had a... Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Am I all right? Am I all right? Some of you have had a gift on you, but because you've been with him so long, you've put that gift on the shelf. And you thought, but because I've, I'm here, you know, I, I can relax now. God did not put you in this building to relax. God put you in this building because he's about to resurrect something in you. There's about to be an outbreak of intercessors in this house. There's about to be an outbreak of people being used by the hand of God. I'm telling you right now, there's about to be an anointing that's about to rest in this house. It's a resident anointing that's about to move through this place. I'm going to tell you what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to reach up on that shelf. In fact, in your mind, you said, well, I've already paid my dues. And that, that didn't mean something wrong. I know you. some people have been in church since Jesus was a baby. I, I ain't crazy. But after a while, when you get, when you get, you know, when it's just a few of you, you're hungry. I, I, I told a man just this week, there's certain men that can only handle 100 people, and that's all they're ever going to have. There, there, there's certain men that are going to handle a couple hundred people, and there's nothing wrong with that, and that's all they're going to have. But then there's certain people that God has favored. Boy, I need to be careful here. But I'm telling you right now, the man of God that you're under is favored of the Lord. See, you're quiet on me. 
Because you don't know if you ought to say amen or owe me. But I'm telling you right now, you better get ready because this place right here is definitely not big enough about what God's about to do. There's about to be a doubling. There's about to be a doubling in the spirit. There's about to be a doubling in this sanctuary. There's about, it's about to happen. But what you going to have to do what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to say no matter what I'm going to submit and I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do I'm going to submit pastor whatever you need me to do I'm, going, I'm on board because here's why there's about to be prodigals come home there's about to be lost loved ones about to be saved there's about to be an shaking in the spirit realm right I want you to listen up real quick. Just listen up real quick. This church, and especially your pastor, has a John the Baptist ministry. And what I mean by that is John the Baptist never went anywhere looking for a crowd. He never went anywhere to advance his ministry. Jerusalem came to him. Every church in this area, every backslider, and every person will come searching just as Queen Sheba did. She will come and she will look for the riches and she will look for the favor of God because your pastor carries the John the Baptist ministry. You better stretch forth your hand toward the man of God because I'm telling you right now, something's about to change in his ministry. Something's about, come on, man of God, come right around here. Hey, Brent, come here. Come here. Come here, Elder. Put your hands on him, Britt. Come on. There's about to be a change in the spirit. There's about to be a change in the spirit. Some of you, that's right. Some of you ladies of faith, put your hand on Sister Katie Wright. You better put your hand because I'm telling you something's about to change. It's going to change for the whole family. Oh, my God. Boy, I know service is different tonight. I, I know we was planning on one thing, but God has changed this service here tonight. There's a bad day. I'm telling you, there's a divine intervention in this house here tonight. I want you to get ready. There's some interceders in this house. I want you to open your mouth and intercede. There's some people that know how to pray in this house. I want you to pray in the spirit.
Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise while they prayed for the leadership of that church right here. Jesus. 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 I, 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 I want you to listen to me. And boy, I'm a, oh, Pastor, are we okay? Okay, okay, okay. I, I'm, boy, I'll take, go ahead and sit down. Rest your legs. It'd be all right. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you what's about to happen. There's, there's about to be anointing rested on people. There's people that you've been dealing with. There's people you've been talking to. There's people you've been praying for. And absolutely the door has been shut. I'm telling you after tonight, here's what's about to happen. When you go back to them people, that door is going to be open. There's going to be an angel of the Lord that's going to go with you. And when you begin to speak, they're not going to see you, but they're going to see him. And when you begin to speak, I'm telling you what I know in the Holy Ghost. They're going to begin to follow you here because there's, I'm telling you, there's a great awakening about to happen for this church here. You say, well, what do you mean a great awakening? We're brand new. That don't mean, let me tell you something. That don't mean nothing. You might be new in body, but you're not new in the spirit. This church was birthed out of prayer. This church was birthed out of fasting. This, birth, this church was birthed out of reaching the lost. I'm telling you, there's going to be a change. I, I didn't know you was the principal. I'm glad we ain't getting in trouble. But don't find it odd when they come to you and say, I was in my room and I felt something. I'm telling you what I know in the Holy Ghost. There's going to be miracles happen right here at this school. I'm telling you what I know in the Holy Ghost. I'm not just pumping, boy, I, I wish I wouldn't have known she was the principal. Because <laughs> I know what I felt here a while ago when it just dropped on me. Oh, Ooh, we finna pray. We finna pray. We we finna, we finna pray for people because it's about to happen. I know you wondering about that woman. That woman come up. She had the walker. She had a back brace on. She had everything. Brother Barnhill said, David, she's been here forever. I said, man, she's sick. She really needs God to touch her. I said, Mom, what do you think God's going to do? She said, I'll tell you what God's going to do. She said, God's about to give me a miracle. You see, a healing is a process. But a miracle is instantaneously. It's all in what you have faith for. She said, Jesus is about to give me a miracle. I said, all right. So we got to praying. 
Now, I don't do stuff like this. She did it. While we were praying, she reached up and grabbed the back brace and took it off and threw it down. She literally picked her foot up and took the walker and just pushed it. I said, what you doing, Mom? She said, I don't need that thing no more. She said, God just gave me a miracle. I'm telling you, God has his hand on people in this building. I don't want us to miss the window of opportunity that God has opened to this church. I don't want us to miss that opportunity because I'm telling you now, something powerful is breaking in the spirit. Something powerful is breaking in the spirit. And God, and God has found favor with that man and that woman. And God has found favor with this house. Now, some people will take that wrong, and some people will say, well, you, are, you, are you playing favorites? No, I'm just telling you what I know. Not what I feel. I'm telling you what I know. Feels only seven times in the Bible. No is 717 times in the Bible. I'm telling you what I know. So in this building here today, oh, my Lord. I got to tell you one more because it's, it's pumped up. God gets all the glory. So my girl quits shaking. My girl jerks off the back brace, pushes the walker with her foot, doing all this. I mean, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm like, well, my girl getting with it. Here comes some man with his little, bro, little dude, about this tall, about 13, 14 years old. He said, Bud Smith, he said, I'm from Rhode Island. I said, okay. He said, I, I saw you in Rhode Island. He said, we're moving here, but I knew you were going to be here, so we came on in. I said, oh, okay. And uh, I said, awesome, beautiful. He said, uh, I need you to pray for my boy. I said, yeah, I'd love to. And I said, what's wrong with your boy? He said, well, my boy's deaf. I'm like, uh-oh. And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> he said, he's born deaf. I said, mm. <laughs> now, now, y'all gone, but me, I just kind of backed up. I said, I ain't gone. <laughs> now, I mean, I know y'all do it different. I'm, I, I just, that's just the way I am. I'm like, I ain't gone. <laughs> Been right there. <laughs> he said, Brother Smith, let me show you. He pulled the little boy's ear around, and he said they've taken his ear off three times. They're trying to reconstruct an eardrum and they want to put some wires in it and an implant to see if they can get some kind of vibration. And, and I'm like, Oh, okay. I mean, I, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm scared of any kind of needle. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I just think about needles and my stomach get woozy. And he's saying that, and I'm thinking, come on, Jesus. <laughs> I said, okay, you're all right. He said, so we're going to believe that God is going to touch my boy. I said, oh, okay. So you know what? I just asked the boy. He's just 13, 14 years old. I said, hey, little man. He said, yes, sir. Because he's deaf. Let me rephrase that. He's deaf uh, in the left ear, in the left ear. I said, what do you want God to do? He said, I need a miracle. Boy, that Bible said out of the mouth of babes. I said, all right. So I prayed for him, Pastor. I prayed for him. I'm telling you, I, 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 I prayed. Man, when people ask me to pray, I pray. I ain't just like, Lord, I want you to touch them, God. Do something real great for them, Lord. Man, when people ask me to pray, because here's why. 
if, if something happened to me, every one of you better pray for me. You know, some people say, I'm going to get sick. I ain't going to tell nobody. I get sick. I'm telling everybody. I'm telling everybody. I'm calling people I don't even know. Hey, this is David Smith. I'm sick. They say I'm sick. I need you pray. I, I want everybody pray. I even want people who don't like me pray. <laughs> even a bad prayer is better than no prayer at all. <laughs> so I prayed for him. We got done. Little fella, it was so cool. He just put his hands down and just walked off. And I'm thinking, well, I thought he must be done. So I go on down praying for some other people. Here he comes back about 30 minutes after the altar. He says, uh, Pastor, you know, he, I'm not the pastor, but when you're preaching, sometimes everybody thinks you're the pastor. So he said, Pastor? I said, yeah. He said, hold up, I need to get my daddy. So his daddy comes up. He motioned for his daddy. So his daddy comes up. He said, Dad? He said, yeah. He said, I just want to tell you and the pastor something. He's just scratching his head. And I'm like going, man. He, his dad said, yeah, buddy, what is it? He said, I don't know what happened. He said, but all of a sudden, he said, I can hear out that ear. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. You say, what do you say? I'm telling you, God can do anything in this house. When God steps in, anything can happen in here tonight. All right, I've been preaching a long time, so here we go. Nobody's going to call nobody out tonight, okay? Nobody's going to make anybody do anything that they don't want to do tonight. Okay, in a few minutes, I'm going to ask everyone to bow their head and close their eyes. Now, when I said that, people said, "Uh oh, man, pastor didn't have that crazy guy back. Jesus, I don't know. I might need to keep my eyes on him. (laughs) People say, why should I bow my head and close my eyes? The reason I ask people to do that everywhere I go, every time I come somewhere. Here's why. First of all, is I want you to be real with yourself. Okay. We ain't going to bow our head and close our eyes yet, but, but I'm, in a few months I'm going to ask, because I want people to be real with themselves. Second reason is, I ask people to do that because we live in a real nosy world. You raise your hand, your neighbor says, hey, what you do? And then you tell them, and they go, oh, my God, I can't believe you've done that. And you're like, I don't know, I wasn't even planning on it. It's like the devil made me do that. Listen, don't tell your neighbor what you've done because your neighbor don't forgive you of sins. Don't tell your neighbor. Third reason is I don't want somebody to say, well, I came to Antioch tonight and I'm leaving the same way that I came. Why would you come to church and leave the same way you came? Let me put some clauses in here. Ain't nobody going to shake on nobody tonight, okay? Ain't nobody going to be jerking on nobody tonight, okay? If you got the shaking syndrome, go outside, shake a little bit, and then come on back in. Don't be shaking on nobody. Ain't nobody going to be doing no chin thing right there. We ain't going to be no... Ain't gonna be doing none of that tonight, all right? Ain't gonna be no back rubs tonight, no tummy massages, none of that, okay? We're not gonna put nobody in circle and push them back and forth and scream, come home, hold on, let go. We're not gonna do none of that. You know what I'm talking about? Especially if you got them white gloves on. Boy, you got them white gloves, you can, you can get with it with them gloves, but we're not doing all that, okay? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Some of you know about white gloves, some of you don't. It's all right, though kind of like funeral fans. So anyway, they nobody going to make anybody do anything that they don't want to do. But the spirit of the Lord is so strong in here. I'm not making it mystical because he's not mystical. He's powerful. He's omni omnipotent present. He's our ever present help. 
He's not mystical. Okay? So we're going we're gonna to pray. We're going to come to the front as a family. And God is going to touch every person that wants to be touched by the hand of God. Is that fair enough? Is that fair enough? All right. Bow your head and close your eyes. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Anybody in this uh, building here tonight, you got, you got pain in your body right now. You got pain in your body. Would you lift your hand? You got pain in your body. Hands are going up all across the building. In fact, in every section, front to back, side to side. That's beautiful. You can put them down. Okay. Now, you just listen to me. Every time you take a step forward, the enemy, the liar, the deceiver, Satan by name, tries to put you two steps back. For some, it's your marriage. For some, it's your relationship. For some, it's your finances. For some, it's your workforce. For some, it's your ministry. Every time you try to do something for the kingdom of God, it seems like the enemy comes in like a flood. But you're in this building here tonight, and you say, God, I need you to step into my situation. And you're in this building here tonight and you need a divine intervention from God. You want him to handle a situation for you. Would you lift your hand? You want him to handle a situation for you. Hands are being lifted all over this building, front to the back, side to side, in every section. That's beautiful. You can put them down. All right? Now, I'm not talking about once saved, always saved. That's not in the Bible. That's man-made religion. I'm not talking about accepting the Lord as your personal Savior. That's not in the Bible. That's man-made religion. I'm talking about what the Word of God says, that when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting, and appeared to them clothing tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each and every one of them, and they were all filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of the Lord gave them utterance. Now, if you've never spoke that heavenly language like they did in the Bible, that, that, there's nothing wrong. That doesn't mean something's wrong with you. That just means it's a gift that comes from God that you haven't received yet. And as far as you know, you've never spoke that heavenly language like they've done in the Bible. Would you lift your hand? You've never spoke that heavenly language like they did in the Bible. All right. I see a hand. I see a hand right here. I see another hand right here. I see. Uh, okay. All right. I see. Okay. A hand right back here. All right. That's beautiful. You can put them down. Last, last question. Here we go. Last question. Before you lift your hand, just listen. If the Lord came today, if the Lord came today, are you ready? If the answer is no, if the answer is I'm not for sure, if the answer is, well, let me repent and move some stuff around, all those answers are beautiful because here's why. The Lord Jesus Christ has not come back yet for his bride. That means that we still have a chance to be renewed or refilled. And you're going to be honest with God and you're going to be honest with yourself and say, I need to be renewed or refilled in the gift of the Holy Ghost. Would you lift your hand? You're going to be honest. You need to be renewed or refilled. I see hands again going up around the building. That's beautiful. You can put them down. You can uh, lift your head and open your eyes. Thanks for being obedient. Probably about, um, probably about 60 or 70 percent of the building lifted their hands tonight. You know what that lets me know? That lets me know that God has found favor. Not that anything's wrong, but that God has found favor. When God finds favor in a house, he always blesses. I'm going to give instructions. In a few minutes, I'm going to ask our ministry, our altar ministry to come. And they're going to line up across the front here. And they're going to face the crowd. And everybody that lifted their hands, I'm going to ask you, 
Okay, and I'm going to ask you to come. And everybody that lifted their hands. Now, you might have not lifted your hand, but now you're thinking, you know what? I just thought of something the Lord could do. You're in luck here. He's a God of second chance. You can come too. That's, that's good. That's because you're in a friendly church. He's going to let you come. I like that. I like that about him. So we're going to come. And then when we come down, we're all going to repent as a family. I'm giving instructions so you know what we're going to do. We're all just going to ask the Lord to forgive us. We're going to just clean ourselves out. And then we're going to pray. And whatever it is that you want from God, I'm telling you the Lord is going to do it. He's going to touch people. He's going to renew people. He's going to feel people. There will be miracles. There will be healings. There will be situations changed. Tonight, I'm telling you what God's going to do. Because God don't lie. He said in his word what he'd do. And he don't lie. God don't lie. I'm just binding him to his word. You okay with that? If you're able to stand, I'd like for you to stand. If you're able to stand. I'd like for our altar ministers to come and line up across the front. You know who you are. You've been, um, your hands have been put on by pastor. Sir? Um, uh, I don't know. You want to play? You tired? If you're tired, it's okay. Come, come play and make me sound spiritual. Yeah. Let me sound. Yeah. You say, who are these people right here? These are people that just love Jesus. These are people that love Jesus. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost here. I feel the, you can play that same song we were singing, me and you. You, y'all sounding good like that. All right. Now, if you lifted your hand and you'd like the Lord to touch you tonight, you, you lifted your hand, you want Jesus to touch you tonight, would you just step out and just come down? Now, come all the way down. Come all the way down. Y'all might have to back up some, Elder. Oh, yeah, yeah y'all kind of, there you go. Let them back. There you go. Y'all come all the way down. Here they come. Yeah. They're coming down from all over. Let's give people a hand clap of praise while they're coming down. Jesus is going to touch people here today. Jesus is going to touch people today. I'm just, people are still coming down. I'm just kind of waiting right now. People are still coming down. Just kind of waiting right now. All right. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, altar ministers, you know who has the Holy Ghost, who needs the Holy Ghost, who wants the Holy Ghost. So I'm going to depend on you for that. And uh, tonight was a little different. Tonight was a little different, so we're all right. But, but we're going to believe that people can get the Holy Spirit tonight. And we're going to believe that there are going to be signs and wonders and miracles tonight. So if you got a sickness or a disease or something, a, a pain or whatever, I want you to, in a few minutes after we repent, I just want you to loose it from your body, bind it in the outer darkness, and begin to pray that it's going to happen. And I'm telling you, God's going to do miracles in this house. God's going to do miracles in this house here tonight. It's going to happen. I promise you it's going to happen. So I want the whole church to repent. Let's all repent. Say, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. I'm sorry, Lord, for everything that I've thought, that I've said, that I've done, and that I've heard. Forgive me, Lord, of things I don't even realize.
I have done. I give myself 100% to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for my miracle, for my deliverance, for my healing. Thank you, Lord, for filling me with the gift of the Holy Ghost, the evidence of speaking with other tongues. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. Come on, I want you to begin to pray right now. Altar ministers, find somebody to lay your hands on. When you're done praying for that person, find the next one to lay hands on. And just keep, just keep moving through until, you, until everybody that's down here gets prayed for. By the authority in the word of God. And by the power of the name Jesus. Receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Miracles and signs and wonders in this house.
Come on, I want everybody to give the Lord a hand clap of praise in here. I'm praying right now for a new kidney for my friend right here. Come on, I'm talking about creative miracles. Somebody said, what if he don't do it? But what if he does do it? 
I'm praying for a new kidney in Jesus' name. I'm praying it works right now. Created Jesus. Created Jesus. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise here right now. Come on. Let's just give him a praise. We don't need. I, the power of God is so strong here. All right. I'm going to ask a couple questions. One more time. Just give him a hand clap of praise and then we're going to be done. We're going to do a couple things. All right. I want everybody to listen up. We've had, we've had people get the Holy Ghost tonight. Charity got the Holy Ghost. My baby right here got the Holy Ghost. Anise got the Holy Ghost. We had somebody else get the Holy Ghost. All right, let me ask them. If you wanted the Holy Ghost and you heard yourself speak with tongues tonight, you wanted the Holy Ghost, who else? Raise your hand. I just want to make sure. I know most everybody here had the Holy Ghost, I just, but I want to make sure. All right? Okay, so we got them, we got them too. All right, now, anybody you had pain in your body, but now the pain's gone. Anybody? Raise your hand. Look, right here, here's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise for that. Now, give me uh, four minutes, maybe three minutes, all right? Everybody listen up. Everybody listen up. I don't want you to miss it. All right? Now listen. There's a lot of man-made things out there. How many know that? I mean, it's just crazy, some stuff coming up. It's crazy. They, they, they got like these man-made baptisms even. And I'm thinking, that ain't nowhere even in the Bible. That ain't even in the Bible. I'm thinking, man, that word, that word don't lie. It been written forever. You, you can't go in there with no ink pen and change what the word said that's what the word said so let me talk about baptism real quick because we finna baptize charity for sure she don't want to wait cause my baby got the holy ghost tonight charity you wait till I call uncle G boy I'm gonna tell uncle G he missed it I can't wait I'm gonna rub that in his face so anyway I can do that though we brothers all right, so listen about baptisms. The Bible in, in, in John 3, 5 says, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot. Everybody say cannot. He cannot. All right? Do we still got the computer where they can put something on the screen? You might already shut it down. Yay or nay, my friend? Oh, my kidney man. Look how good he's running. That's what new kidney do for you. He's running in faith. So I want to put up uh, I want to put up Matthew twenty eight nineteen when I tell you Matthew twenty eight nineteen, and then I'll go to Acts two thirty eight. So now listen, you you can sit down. You've been standing. Sit down. Rest your feet. I ain't tired, but I got to hurry. I got to hurry. We got baptisms. We got to eat. We got all kinds of stuff going on. So here we go about baptisms. Let me show you man made baptisms. They're not in the Bible. They're man made. Just in case you didn't know. 
You can't be held accountable for something you didn't know about, okay? So I'm going to tell you now. So after the night, you're going to know. And then it's up to you what you want to do with it, but you're going to know. There, anybody ever heard of sprinkling? Anybody ever heard of sprinkling? Okay. That ain't a f- trick question. See, nobody ever got sprinkled in the Bible. Nobody ever got sprinkled in the Bible. That's a man-made baptism. Anybody ever, you know, infant baptisms, you buy the baby a nice little outfit. You tell all your family you're going to have barbecue. Everybody shows up. Dedicate the baby. Baptize the baby or baptize the baby. That never happened in the Bible. Infant baptism never happened in the Bible. That's a man-made religion. Man-made baptism. Because here's why. Babies don't know right from wrong. You can't, that's like, oh, never mind, I don't want him to get into that. You, you can't, you, you, you just can't be forgiven of something you don't even know what you're doing. See, baptism is not a thing about getting wet. Baptism is not about all your family coming. Baptism is a covenant that you get with Jesus that when things and things are going to start happening and coming against you, you can say, hold up. I've been covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. So, so infant baptism never happened. Sprinkling never happened. This is the one that everybody goes. Anybody ever heard, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Anybody ever heard that? You know that never happened in the Bible. You say, uh-oh, that man's crazy. I saw it. It was in Matthew. I'll show you what it says. Matthew 28, 19 goes like this. Go ye therefore, comma, and teach all nations, comma. Let me stop there. There's no baptism happening there. It's only teaching of the name to come. Then you got to read it slow. He says baptizing them in the name of the Father, comma, and of the Son, comma, and of the Holy Ghost with them two little dots on the end, meaning something going to happen after that. Now let me show you something. I am a father, comma, I'm a son, comma, when I die, I'm going to be a spirit. But my name is David Smith. It didn't say go be baptized in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost. That changes the whole context of the scripture. It said in the name of the Father. If I wrote everybody a check tonight for $1,000 for coming, you'd say praise him, quitting my job, going to church full time. Your check's going to say David and Carlin Smith, Okima, Oklahoma. Woo. That's right. I'm going to sign your check. Father, I'll even do it right. Comma, son, comma, Holy Ghost, two dots. I'm going to hand it to you. You're going to get to the bank tomorrow. The bank is going to say, uh-huh, check looks good. The check's real. Money in the bank. Thank you, Mother Wright. Appreciate that. Hey. I told somebody, I ain't preaching for money, but I ain't preaching without it either. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Touch me, Jesus. <laughs> Sprinkle me, Lord. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I'm going to sign that thing. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Here's what the banker's going to say. Everything looks good. 
the money's in the bank. The check's real, but we got one problem. What's the person's name? You're going to say, well, he signed it. The banker's going to say, he ain't even here tonight. The banker's going to say, that ain't his name. The banker's going to say, unless the name has been applied, that check ain't no good. Unless the name's been applied, you can't cash that thing. Unless the name's been applied, that check won't hold water. <laughs> that check ain't no good. The banker's going to say, you're going to have to take this check, sir. You're going to have to take this check, ma'am. You're going to have to go find the person. You're going to have to cross out the titles. He's going to have to apply his name if you ever want to cash this check. So the deal is... No one ever in the Bible got baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. So you say, well, how did they get baptized? Peter gives the account of how to be baptized. In fact, if you can show me where anybody ever got baptized out of that scripture in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, I'll give you 10 grand before you leave here tonight and pastor will double it. Because it never happened. It never happened. So Peter gives the account of how to be saved because Jesus is sitting on the throne and Jesus gave him the keys to the kingdom. So here's what Peter says in Acts 2.38. Then Peter said unto them, to repent, to be baptized some of you, huh? a few of you, if grandma said it was all right. No. He said what? Every one. Bump your neighbor, say, they talking to you. Every one of you. And how do you need to be baptized? In the name of of Jesus Christ. Here's why you do it. Not because somebody asked you. Not because grandma said so. Not because you think it's a good deed. You do it so your sins can be washed away. If you've been baptized in the infant. If you've been baptized in sprinkling. You've been baptized in Father, Son, Holy Ghost. If you ain't never been baptized. If you don't know how you were baptized. If you was baptized in Muhammad or Allah. Your sins have not been washed away. I don't care what nobody says. I'm telling you what the word of God says. For the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I got people in certain cultures pastor. Won't be baptized because they were taught. If you get baptized and then you make a boo boo. If you sin, you will be eternally lost. That's a lie from the pits of hell. Because when you're baptized, you are going to mess up again because you're human. But the Bible says now you have an advocate with the Father. You can say, hey, uh-uh, I've been washed by the blood of Jesus. Forgive me again, Lord. That's the purpose in baptism. So I got to ask, I know y'all do well in baptism, but I'm bound by Jesus and I'm shutting up after this. Is there anybody tonight that want to be baptized? It only takes a few minutes. You don't get your clothes wet. We've never lost nobody in the tank. So today would be a great day to wash your sins away. We got clothes, we got robes, we got caps. We got everything it takes to get ready. We don't got caps. Y'all need to get caps. I'll explain that to you afterwards about caps. Some of you girls come up here and tell him about caps. Y'all know what I'm talking about. When you paid $115 to get that head done. See, I can't hear. He's a white guy. Somebody got to come tell him about the caps. Okay? Where I'm from, we got caps, baby. <laughs> well, not where I'm from now, but where I was from, we got caps. You got to have caps, baby. So now, is there anybody, boy, y'all fun, boy, I love this place, my God.
Y'all, good thing I didn't move here. So here we go. Anybody else want to be baptized? Anybody else? You want to be baptized? Come on, girl. I love it. My baby got the Holy Ghost tonight. You all right with that, Pastor? She got the Holy Ghost tonight with Mama standing right there. She want to be baptized. Who else want to be baptized? All right. Anybody else want to be baptized? Uh, okay. I see a young man back there, but we need to make sure that everybody, we don't just get baptized just because they, they I, we always make sure that a younger person, they know why they're being baptized. We don't just believe in baptizing for nothing because it's a covenant with Jesus. It, it ain't about just throwing somebody in the water and say, oh, you've been baptized. That's a, that's a special moment for someone to be baptized. I feel like I need to ask again, and then I'm going to shut up. Anybody else, you want to be baptized, just raise your hand, just like they did, in, and we'll get you ready. Anybody else want to be baptized? All right. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. I'm going to turn it to Pastor. Praise the Lord. Would you just stand with me one more time, and let's just lift our hands and thank the Lord for what he's done here tonight for the seen and the unseen. Come on, let's just give him thanks for that tonight. Can you do that? Is he worthy? Come on, is he worthy? Oh, come on, won't you worship him like he did something? We didn't just come to church. We came and had an experience with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. There's a lot of people that went to church today, but they didn't feel what we felt. They didn't experience what we felt in this place. Not because we're better than anybody else, but we came tonight hungry and God did something. Would you clap your hands to the Lord and give him praise? Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Amen. Make sure you greet our guests. Make sure you let them know we're glad they're here. If you would help us tonight, we've got to break down, but it shouldn't take us that long to do that. God bless you. Thank you for coming. Let's go in Jesus' name. Walk in faith, and let's be a soul winner this week. Find somebody that's hungry, and let them experience God. Amen. God bless you.